she was very prepared to come at Peter. And I thought her evidence of like, well, Peter came to Parvati to work together. And I thought that was fucking weird. And so I left. I didn't want no part of that. I wanted to mind my business. That was so good. That was so good. Because Uh, when Peter starts, just like she washes herself of all responsibility in that room. Oh, it was so good. Like a BB moment, which is like a beautiful black moment. Did we get any of those in this episode? Black. We have a five moment of the chaotic five moment. And you're watching Black Bi Reality. Black Bi Daddy. And those who love us. Alright, you're watching Black Bi Reality or listening. And I am Nicole, we're a place for Black Bi Baddies and those who love us, and I'm here with Izzy of Big Brother 25, but also an awesome flutist, flautist. Thank you, yeah, all of, yeah, sure, take your pick, yeah. Yeah, yeah, how are you doing, how are you doing? I'm so good, I'm buzzing from just finishing watching the most recent Traders episode. Look, like I said, I was watching this at work. I have a daytime office job. And I was, I had a pause. I was just like, what? What? Um, and then that round table was really getting me. Listen, yeah. don't come for Phaedra Parks at a round table. Stop yes. that. Why would you do that anymore? Like, why would you ever come for her any anymore? You know? She, I don't know. Anyway, I don't yeah. know. She she's doing it, but we got to start at the very beginning, right? Absolutely. So at the beginning, <laughs> I was hoping for Dungeon Daddy too. My dreams of Dungeon Daddy have been squashed. So damn. Anyway, <laughs> that's for later. That's at the end. <laughs> yes, yes. We have our our breakfast. So at this point, we have Parvati, we have Phaedra as our traitors. Mm-hmm. We had a murder. It's been a second. We had a little pause. A little. Yeah, I don't know if production seat. was like, we got to wait a little. I don't know. Yeah, I call production interference on the last episode. <laughs> that was last episode, you know. <laughs> but I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad yeah, at I'm it. I'm not mad at it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think would have really, like, changed if we got our our murder last episode? Oh, I mean, I just think I'm so sick of this, like, crew you know <laughs> like Is I the crew the Peter Posse yeah I've been I I refuse to call them that I just like can't get on board I you know as as much as I think like of course I want the boys to listen to Trishel I think you know they're like man that being like this in the beginning a little bit because they don't want to listen to Trishel I can't I like I don't care I like want Trishel out you know I want like yes. I think it's like not I don't know why everyone's so surprised that Trishelle wants to put it on Phaedra. This is like her this is what she does, you know? Yeah. So um anyway, yeah, I'm sick of that. So yeah, yeah, I was hoping to speed that along, you know. I feel you. I feel you. Um yeah, instead we got another murder, people are filing in, people are guessing. Um, I think Trishelle was a guess. Yeah, they were coming down to like Bergie and Trishel. They were thinking it was going to be between because right. they were they're the only two of Peter's posse that was, you know, left. Yeah, or that was eligible to be murdered. I guess is the right. Right. Um. Everyone's also getting really sick of Peter. 
so don't <laughs> Sherlock Dick, okay? Yes, yes. yes. Well, I mean, he's Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. He was so smug in Parvati's face. He was so like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, what's interesting is, like, I think, like, you know, sort of like the Achilles heel of this season is ego in, like, yeah. a variety of ways, you know? And, like, in coming in, I mean, there's, like, a certain peacocking that, you know, no pun intended, but, like, there's <laughs> peacocking that, like, has to do with um, coming in with, like, everybody already kind of knowing each other in just mm-hmm. some way or, like, be visible people, you know, like, yeah, whatever, you know, like returners, you know, yeah. there's a certain, like people want to show up and be seen, you know, mm-hmm. but that you can't be like that in these games, you know, yeah. so it's like bitten people in the ass, you know, yeah. and so I think Peter's like feeling the heat of like why these games are so exciting. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, get to his, you know, I don't know, maybe both heads. I don't know. He's like, maybe, <laughs> like, he's like, maybe letting it, you know, like get to him. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's not looking good. And I, I'm happy that you know, spoiler at the end, maybe, maybe yeah. the time winning on Peter, but. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, ego, it's like a mess. Even part of me, you know what I mean? Anyway. Speaking of the peacocking, we have to remember the first person who was murdered on this show was Johnny Bananas. And can you imagine the amount of peacocking if we still had bananas? I mean, honestly, I'm thrilled that he was the first one out. Like, for as much shenanigans that, like, have been going on in terms of, like, gameplay and stuff, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I – I don't think we needed Banana's voice, you know? No. No. But he, season. It would have been a very, very different season, I think, yeah. sure, obviously, you know. Agree. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, I think Sherlock is a dick. So it makes sense. But anyways, we do get the very murdered Bergie from Love Island, USA. Murdelicious. 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 (laughs) He said, I played the best game I could ever play. Coming in, I was really nervous. I learned more about myself. I'm able to handle confrontations better. I got to show that I'm someone who can't be manipulated. You know, I think he's almost there. I think he needs that confidence to get there. I mean, what's interesting is, like, I don't think people would phrase it this way, but, like, Peter has been manipulating his whole posse. Like, Burgalish has been manipulated by Peter this whole time. So I don't know if, like, you know, but, like, bro sees bro. And so, like, I don't know if, like, they would view their relationship that way, you know, but like sweet Burgalicious, I think he brought a lot to this season and he held his own at some round tables where he was making fair points, you know? Um, so I, yeah, I'm team Burgalicious. Why not? Like, like for a fairly NPC, like he, he, you know, <laughs> he gave us something, you know? You he know? did. He did. So uh, rest in peace, Burgalicious. Oh. So of course, Trishel is back. She has things to say. What a great screen grab. (laughs) So she thinks Phaedra is still a traitor because she doesn't talk games, throw out names, and has a twitch in her eye. I know that twitch is sending me. (laughs) Do you agree with this? I mean, like, I actually, like, you know, coming from me, like, something I love in Phaedra is that she emotes she expresses with her face you know and so I don't necessarily think that the twitch that is maybe one of her like mannerisms is necessarily like a specific tell but 
but I, I, I will say, and, and at least in my own very limited experience playing traders online, yeah. it is like, and being a trader, I don't know what it, it's hard when we have all the information. That's yeah. all. Because I want, I'm, I'm team Phaedra till the end. I think she's doing great. I, you know, I think she's had a hard episode. I can't wait to like talk about it, but I'm team Phaedra. I think she's doing great, but like, it's hard to, when we know she's a traitor, it's, I want to be like, well, that's not a big deal. Why are you picking on her? Why are you, you know, but, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, exactly. But I get it. Like faithfuls are trying. They're searching. Observe everything and notice everything. So anyway. I am like, this is my thing. I don't think she has a twitch in her eye, but she does like, mm, yeah, she's got an eye roll. If she doesn't like something, she's like, mm, okay. So everything. Yes. yes, exactly. So that's like when Dan was trying to throw her under the bus for her reactions, which he accused her of having big reactions. We get a very different approach in this one. Because they're all um, reaching, you know, they're all grasping for straws. Like, she's extra. Like, what are you talking about? So, I mean, I love, I, I love that. I will say, like, you know, Kate you know, her read is wrong because Phaedra's a traitor, but, but I, I like appreciate so much Kate being like, how dare you, you, if you're saying that your personality is passive, how dare you get on her for something that is her personality that you, that she can't control. So, and like, you know, an expressive, loud, you know, opinionated woman is always going to get shut down. So I just like loved Kate standing up for that. I want to like, keep on this energy of like letting people be who they are and not using that turning that against them you know so love it love it now <laughs> trishelle she works on her men which again it's still <clears throat> so wild to me that she is working with peter all of a sudden so she tells peter you know phaedra is a traitor peter doesn't seem convinced kevin joins and he's much easier to convince he's like sure I'll jump on this bandwagon. So, oh, now yeah, the plan. <laughs> so now the plan, because Trishel also thinks Parv isn't a traitor. Right. <laughs> so she, the plan is to now try to get Parv on their team to turn on Phaedra for banishment. Because even if she is, I mean, she's going to take that opportunity. Um, and Trishel says if she gets murdered, oh, well, we're not, we're not, why are we dying on this hill? Literally. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's insanity. Like also like what filming for this is like four weeks. Like y'all, y'all are not that like, no one's dying. No one's actually yeah. dying. It's like, you know, it's hyperbole motherfuckers, you know, like, I don't know. But yeah, I, I just think like, I, I, I don't know why Trishel is trying to push. So I think it was um not great gameplay on her part to push so hard to get Phaedra banished specifically at that round yeah. because yeah. like you just want to plant seeds. Like if you still want to get Parvati out and clearly they're not, see, if it were me, I would be like, great, get rid of Parvati. We ha- we're sus on Phaedra, but no one else is. So let's keep that in house, get ourselves to fire, have a sure win of like, you know, throwing the red flame and getting out a traitor. And like, you know, I, I would want to keep some of the traitor information that I trusted as faithfuls, you know, I think it's, yeah. And get out faithfuls. Like, I don't know why they want to keep 
other faithfuls around. Like that's that also blows my mind, you know. That's that's what I was confused by because I was a little worried after last episode because if we remember Peter's group here, which <laughs> Bergie has fallen, so he oh. doesn't exist. Right. So it was this against the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that you didn't see that you didn't see that yeah you're right you're right, you're right. <laughs> okay so against the leftovers and i thought the leftovers whole plan was you know we're keeping the faithfuls we're keeping the numbers and we're voting the other side out that didn't happen this time so no. and i'm kind of happy i'm kind of happy because <laughs> i'm like the survivors are breaking the game. It's no longer going to be like a crapshoot. It's going to be a pure numbers game. So I'm happy, but I'm also like, what happened to the plan? Well, it's like interesting because we heard nothing from Sandra this episode. Like, I know. Like, only a confessional being like, haha, my, you know, vendetta is gone or whatever. And like, but that was it. Like, no, um, no continuation of her strategic off with her with her squad and I so I don't know if like maybe the reality of the situation was that you know the leftovers weren't really like totally jumping on board or like that there was something sus about it and Sandra being the way that she plays wasn't going to push it you know like she's not someone that pushes things you know yeah um so whether it was that or not I, I you know the like survivor big brother person in me is like a little upset to see that (laughs) that kind of play die because um yeah yeah I just think like even as a faithful I want other other faithfuls to go you know Mm -hmm. like as a faithful I wouldn't want to win with more than one other person because like why yeah yeah so I don't know okay but can we can we put our tinfoil hats on is there any any way that a producer was like, no, no, you have to keep because the whole it's so much more interesting if they do banish a trader and they have to start over and do another recruit. Are hmm. they so I don't know. Is it the whole keeping the traders round? We all know who the traders are. Or you think there's any little influence? I don't know. I mean, I think we all know there's sprinklings. I mean, like, even if it's like you can't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would necessarily call like throw a flag on this one. Okay. Okay. Production interference. Definitely last episode for sure was like sus as hell. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I, I could get on a whole like conceptual thing about this, but it's like, I think it's like also hard when like, humans are also making this show like I think like people you know if you're good at reading like nonverbal body language or things like I think you can call production interference everywhere you know so I I, (laughs) maybe I just like desperately want to continue playing these games so I will be devil's advocate on this topic (laughs) (laughs) all right tinfoil hat off we're we're fully immersed now (laughs) all right so Peter, he has to take charge, right? So obviously he's going to go to Parv. Again, we're in the kitchen. It's tense. 
And they're talking about where their whole thing went wrong. Once again, Peter's like, oh, we can work together. And Parv is like, all right, I'm going to try to manipulate this man again. And she starts talking about how she started porcupining. And like, Parv the porcupine, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I um, said this about Dan, but I think Parvati also has a little bit of this, which is she did not figure out what she was going to say as a faithful. Like, she, last round table, I thought was the cringiest from her. Like, I was Mm. like, I was like, oh my God, I'm not buying this. Like, I don't know. This is like so hard to watch because I see her as this, like, like, incredibly, like, poetic with her words when she's like, trying to woo people in you know what I mean like that's like the thing that you get drawn to you know like anyway and it's just like such a mess and so it I just feel so obvious that she's lying every step of the way you know so um yeah so it's like a little bit disappointing actually you know like yeah I I love poverty like you know I, yeah, yeah so I yeah I think this is yeah it wasn't great. it wasn't great. it's it's kind of um an a, a very nice move at this point after so many people being suspicious of her just banish her just put her out of her misery because at some point it is going to be hard to like yeah, come I mean, up with reasons I mean yes or or you use her also she becomes the Kate of this season yeah. which is like nope it's too obvious now you know like and, mm-hmm. and use that to her advantage you know like she could get wilder and wilder and like people would continue to be like, Oh wait, Oh no, no, we were wrong. We were wrong. We were wrong. You know, I don't think, I don't think her trying to plead the whole, like, no, but I'm actually the most faithful of the faithfuls. And like, I don't know. I don't think it, and be like, Oh, silly me. I trusted Dan. Whoops. It's like, yeah, yeah, no one's buying that. No (laughs) No one's buying it. But she did try the Kate strategy at that round table. I I yes. clocked that as well. Yes. But anyways, as Peter and Parv are talking, MJ eavesdrops. I oh, love I'm MJ a fetish <laughs> She can ride this to the end, baby. I'm loving If I was Sandra, I would fucking scoop up MJ like a little oh, yes. baby and like throw her over my shoulder and be like, girl, we, we're, winning, we're winning this. So just keep creeping because the yes. creeping is incredible. It's art. Honestly, yes, it is. It's it's much better than the awkward back. That was so wild. Yeah. So wild. Yeah. She has no idea where she is. Like, no. where they into the castle. You know, I want some of that. Like, yes. So yeah, MJ is basically telling the leftovers about this interaction. Kate has a theory that part. It's a yoga teacher, and that's dangerous because they can convince you to stay in hell, a.k.a. hot yoga. And she <laughs> talks about Vikram yoga, which I just think of the cult documentary. I was just going to say, it's mother god. She's mother god. Like, yeah. I, like, like, yeah, I mean, the yoga teacher thing is code for, like, female cult leader, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, is that not also kind of Parvati's vibe on Survivor? She's absolutely female cult leader. I will join the cult i'm yeah. a part of the cult but that's um, five yeah that's for sure the cult is all women so therefore yes 
<laughs> oh my god women of all kinds yeah <laughs> um all right so after this you know let's see peter on the other hand i he did this on his uh season of the bachelor which is so interesting because i also think that his journey on the show is similar to the bachelor absolutely I don't know. Did you watch him on there? The, the fall is coming. I look. I I am currently. I would consider myself a bachelor nation bitch, but yeah. I I am late to the party. So yeah. I only I have not seen it, but I have only heard all of the bits and pieces from now being part. So you the- know about bone zoning in the windmill four times. Yeah, I mean, like yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, good, good. And then, yeah, I feel like at the end he was so tortured. He was just sitting there, like, mm. I'm not sure he's, like, maybe good at really taking responsibility, you know, like, for things that he's done. Like, I also think, like, the state of the castle at this point is, like, <laughs> kind of consequences of his actions, you know? Um, yes. Um, and I don't think he sees I think he. I think he really feels bad for himself, you know? So. Yes. Of course he did. It's a little devastating, you know. Yeah. I had high hopes for him. He had like 30 seconds of brilliance and then it just, poof, like, it went, yeah. <laughs> Which is very much Peter Weber. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, but yeah, they're just acting as well as they can. Trishel, she also, okay, well, they're going to the mission mm-hmm. and Trishel starts working on poverty. Sean and Sandra are there and it's awkward. It's very awkward because Sandra has her her neck totally cranked around. She's not gonna miss a single thing. No, no, she must hear. She must hear. Michelle's just like, I believe you, we got this. <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, Kate is like, it's the cabin. We are going to the cabin and it's raining. Right. She was like, oh, God, why did I do this? Why did I do this? My bonus isn't big enough. Pay me more money. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> yes. Okay. They go up to the creepy cabin. She was right. But we finally, Big Brother fans have been waiting for this since, I don't know, when this was first announced. But it seems like forever. Dr. Will is finally here with these huskies that look like wolves. I honestly, like, don't understand why this was part of the traders. Is that, like, does that make me, like, a horrible, no. like, like, I don't really get it. Like, why, and also my favorite part about it was that, like, basically no one there knew who Dr. Will was. Like, because, <laughs> because like, I, I just, like, don't, I don't really, yeah, I don't, so he was hosting it? Like, that was it? He yeah. just, like, randomly hosted this thing? Yeah. I thought um, it added nothing I mean, it got Big Brother people, I guess, to kind of care more. Honestly, it's the craziest flop that none of the Big Brother players have made I'm obsessed. It. I, I'm, obs- I'm obsessed with it. You know, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I wish, like, I – maybe I should bite my tongue, but I feel like – the Survivor community, like, uplifts, like, a lot of people that have played Survivor, like, in a variety of ways. And I don't feel that from the Big Brother community. And so, like, like I'm, like, a little, I don't know, I don't, I'm sick of hearing from Dr. 
will, you know? Yeah. So I also like think he should get transitioned out at the final episode on Big Brother. Like get a new voice in there, maybe like a different perspective, maybe like from a different type of player. You know, I don't know. Yeah. So Yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm I'm gonna get blacklisted from Twitter, but <laughs> Yeah, I I think I so Will was like Big Brother Two. I think I watched it and it really didn't stick. Like he hasn't stuck with me. So I feel you on that. But you know, this is just I think a lesson for all of us professionally is that get in with whoever makes decisions. Because <laughs> If you're in there, you're golden. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, so, you know, he opens the door. He's like, oh, I've been renting this place. Come inside. Everyone's like, okay, this place is cute. I'm not seeing any bugs. I'm not seeing anything that is too crazy. He slams the door shut, and he's like, try to escape. Yeah, like the fucking shining, like ah, you know. <laughs> yes, and freaking all of them are like, it's an escape room. Okay. Also, pause. Like, I didn't know Trishelle won Fear Factor. Why is that so fitting? Of course, bitch ate bugs. Like what? Yeah, I, mean, I, was now like, I gotta dig that up. I gotta see what she had to. I gotta see that. It's wild. It. It's wild when she said that because I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, okay, you got your win. Okay, bye-bye. bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, very wild. So yeah, they have to look around for clues. Now they have the opportunity to add twenty thousand dollars of gold. There's gold in there somewhere that they have to get. But if a person leaves, saying the safe word haggis, <laughs> that will cost a thousand dollars for each person. So, CT, I don't know. CT was ready. Did you notice? He came and showed up, Gold Brick Daddy. Let's go. Yes. Let's go, snake in my pants. Like, I, okay. I mean, CT's in his element in the missions. You can't, you know, like, I would love to be like, yes, CT, tell me how to do these things and carry me on your, your back and squat me and, like, all these things. Um, but it's like funny. I would be ter- I would be terrible because ultimately, like you know that whatever the last mission is, it's just going to be however much money to get them back up to two hundred and fifty. Yeah, it's like they ain't really losing a thousand dollars a person. No, you know what I mean. So I, to me, it's like I don't really give a shit. You know, like if you don't want bugs in your hair, like I get that. I don't want bugs in my hair either. Like, should we quit? Like, yeah, you know. So <laughs> yes, I see the uh, missions more of a way to laugh at these. Reality oh, for, oh, I mean, for our benefit, yes. But in terms of the game, it's like, should you care? But you also like know that you don't need to care. I think there should be an element. I think the game should be changed slightly, maybe, where there's an element like the mole, where like the traders have to have mm-hmm. to do something. Like mm-hmm. you're responsible this mission for the for you not to get a thousand dollars or right. something like. And so figuring out a way to do that, you know, I, I don't know. of the murder in plain sight with the goblet, honestly, like that was Loved a great that. device. Loved that. Yeah. Loved that. Because I think like more chance, you know, I think it's like, well, not, <laughs> I thought this after last season that it's like, oh shit, it's like fucking easy, e- not easy, mm-hmm. three, not easy, but like 
okay, the way to win is a traitor. You know, there's no way to win as a fate, you know, like not no way, but it's yeah. like less of a, you know, like. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. But Peter said the right way. You oh, I know. Okay. Well, that's, that could be like a whole other deep dive into like that whole fucking vernacular and fucking bullshit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I like, I like um, them changing the game to add little bits of more luck or chance in terms of who gets advantages like shields or who gets murdered, because I think that just like evens the playing field between the faithfuls and the traitors in some way, you know, which I, I think just makes the game more interesting and complex, you know, anyway, that's enough of that. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> CT, he uh, uncovers, he already has like his hoodie up, like covering everything. Cause he's ready. He knows something's coming out of that. And <laughs> we find the map, Anarchy, they must escape through tunnels as other people stay back in the cabin and give directions. They, someone also has to switch on the lights. There's the light. either the tunnels are lit or the light. cabin. And of course, when the lights go out in the cabin, um, Dr. Will literally pours <laughs> freaking bugs on people. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mess. It's disgusting. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's, Horrible. I think he does it to Trishel, though. I mean, she should get all the bugs. <laughs> all the bugs. She wants Fear Factor. Take the bugs. Anyway. Take that L. <laughs> um. So people are getting sprayed with something stinky. I don't know what that is. Doctor Will's pouring maggots. Uh, Phaedra and MJ. Yeah. Surprisingly, they're out. First of all, <laughs> shot. It looks like from Tough as Nails. You watch Tough as Nails. No, I don't, but it really does. Any commercial that's on, like, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, this is incredible. It is. It is. I have um, a recording of when we get a haggis. <laughs> Excellent. I love that we work up to this haggis. We do. We do. We do in spirals. give a fuck no she doesn't give a fuck and yes she tried yeah 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 Yeah. so that means four thousand dollars down the drain right there but that's okay everyone else gets out ct okay so a big thing is that ct and trishelle are working together i guess ct feels guilty well i look i uh i know it's like so hard because like i mean i i 
I think Trishel was being like a whiny baby last time, not wanting that. Like, I, I thought that was like absurd and like have some thought for like what's going on, have some perspective on the game, you know? And like, but I get that CT wants to pay some favor to her. Like, I, I, I get that mm-hmm. from him. I'm not like pleased about it, but. Um, yeah, but yeah, I understand why he did that. You know, again, DT's playing the middle game because he's really good with Phaedra. He's also really good with Rochelle, and even when he gets to that round table later, he's oh. like, "I really don't know. I really me, don't." I like my heart was pounding. Like I, you know, yeah. yeah. So we'll get, there, we'll get there. I, you know, I could get ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in the end, everyone, you you did great, sweetie. You did great. Now it's the weirdest part of every episode. It's that part right before a banishment ceremony. It's like last call. People are scrambling. For the for once, I think Phaedra realizes that she's on the outs. Oh, yeah. That was scary. I was like, ooh, that's scary. I mean, like the ooh, pork belly yummy. Like that, that's brilliant. Like I want that on a t-shirt somewhere. Yeah. You know? But then the like, where is everybody? And then she just kept being like, where are all these people? Like, look around, it's like, oh my God, no, don't be, no, Phaedra, get in a, go to a room, go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I was like so nervous for her, but I, I, yeah, I, I like was thinking to myself as she was processing that she was like the one left out. I was wondering like, oh man, because then they aired like a confessional where she was like, but I don't think my name is being brought up. So of course, like, you don't know when, she said that or whatever yes part of me was just like oh man like I hope she's like translating her instincts for reading the room into like oh it must mean it's my name you know just like we haven't seen her have to like show that kind of strategic understanding in the moment you know um so I'm I I I wonder I I of course give her the credit that she knew but I was worried that like oh man is she not picking up yeah Yes, yeah, but she clearly was prepared for that roundtable. I mean, I think, like, the points that she brought up, don't come from Phaedra Parks at a roundtable. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, she she yeah. knows she's in a little bit of trouble because when Parvati was getting, like, really uh, the hard time at the roundtable, afterwards when they were in the turret, she said, I just entered the hospital. <laughs> You might be dead tomorrow. So, like, she knows she has some trouble. She has some life to her, you know? And so, Phaedra, she eventually finds everyone, which, let's see, who were in that room? And then Kate, like, left, like, uh, no, Trichelle left, like, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. No, no tact with that one. Oh, you know what? We we can't skip that Parv is talking to John. With John? So, <laughs> she trying or trying to? Yes. Um, uh, so, Trichelle, oh, by the way, she got the shield. Alan asked if they, no. anyone wants to confirm it. We all learned this lesson. No. So, Parv, after this, she's pulling John aside. She just starts to cry and she says you know she masks her emotions as a response to people not trusting her john applauds her character and guts and parv says she would never chop off his head 
it's like so performative. I just, it's like, listen, you know, we're, Parvati, we're having queer love these days. We're like feeling our like badass self. Like no one is believing <laughs> that you're like feeling any type of way like that. Like that's, it. I, it's just, it's not, she does not win the Oscar, I think. You no. know, in some ways, John is the one that won the Oscar. In okay, okay, because and I'm John, mad at him. Like, I don't want to be Team John, and I'm not really Team John. But like in that, yeah. moment, I was like, oh, I even wrote down this motherfucker is gullible. <laughs> I was like, gullible, gullible, gullible. He what? He yeah, yeah. He, he did great. Yeah. Great. Holy he shit. is what Bergie will eventually be <laughs> if everything works out. Oh no, that progression is so yeah. what a good read. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. John is such a politician because he's he's done this several times now. And you can tell he'll he'll see a moment of like, oh, I have something to say. I could do this. When he made it to the end with Parv and that last uh freaking mission, he's like, You are the last survivor. Okay. And like, That's so good. And when he, like, put another, like, knife into Dan, he says something. Oh, right. What was his line he had, you know? Who knows? But he he be trying to pull him out. And I'm like, I know most, Izzy, <laughs> you've been on one show. But I think if you go on to more, you can see some of these reality stars. They know how to get into the rhythm of things and what they need to give. John is, yeah. you just. You just get a smirk after he does it. He's like very self-satisfied and it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he knows he did it. I mean, it's like he's good at creating a narrative. Yeah. And people can buy into a story. Yes. You know? yes. So like when it's like things are going off the rails, he's like, once upon a time, there was a murderous mistress bitch. I don't know what he said. He's like, oh, you know, like he'll just, yeah, I think it's, I think he's kind of great on this show. I think he's kind of great. He is. It's so weird. It's so weird. All right. So Phaedra, yeah, she's looking around for people. So Kate, or it's Kate, Rochelle, John, and CT. They're talking. And Kate tells Trichelle, I'm going Parv. We've been saying Parv this whole entire time. Trichelle mm -hmm. is like, what about Phaedra? I think it's Phaedra. Kevin and Sandra then join them. And, you know, they're all talking, but then this is when Vedra finds them, sits down right between Rochelle and John awkwardly. Like, she got, she got her little sticker on. She's like, oh, excuse me. Oh, my God. I know. And, like, a barely a butt cheek on the couch, and everyone's already leaving. You know? I know. She's, like, levitating over the couch. Like, but that's what you're supposed to do. Not what Peter has been doing of, oh, can you just give us a second? Oh, my God, that was disgusting. It's just, like, it's not that kind of game. Like, who made you HOH? <laughs> yes. You don't have to have meetings with you. Like, you don't have your little, you know, whatever. Anyway, yeah, nightmare. Wild. But, yeah. I don't know why in that conversation they, like, I don't know why Peter's posse doesn't understand that, like, ultimately it is a more powerful position as a faithful to have a group, but that the whole, all of the faithfuls don't think there's a group. Like, I don't know why they're not taking this opportunity to be like, you know what? You're right, Kate. We have to stick together. Like we, like all, mm -hmm. however many, you know, like 
nine of them are left, whatever, you know, like all the faithfuls, mm-hmm. you know, because like the divide is just going to mean that like when they don't have a target, they're just going to be coming after each other. And right now Peter's posse doesn't have the number. So it's like, right. dumb. it's just dumb. Like, wait, you can, you can banish Phaedra next time, you yeah. know, and, like, yeah. I think I think it's literally them not being the gamers because we have to remember all the way back at the beginning of the season, yeah. Janelle broke it down and she said there's a gamers group, Bravo and whatnot. And I think they, but again, and I said this to um, to James last week. I was mm-hmm. like, I I don't know who Chichelle is. This is my first introduction, but oh. she's a gamer. She's on the challenge. I'm like, I understand why everyone else in Peter's group is making this very obvious and bad play. I don't know why she is making this very obvious and bad play of being in an obvious group. Yeah, I mean, it's not like she was like a mastermind on the challenge. You know, I like I I think her instincts are very much herd mentality and are very much like. I think she feels comfortable with those boys, yeah. you know, like I think there's familiarity in like the vibe of how they're like, you know, gaming, you know, or like think they're gaming. In yeah. The- <laughs> also like the self-righteous group. I don't know. <laughs> so. Oh, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> so then we get to our round table, which was mm. wild. Parvi starts this. Is that, is that a mistake? Um, it's like a hard, like I, you know, I have to, you have to admit, like, that's got to be a hard decision to make, you know? Yeah. He's like, of course, you know that maybe it looks sus if you're not defending yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think, like, it has been consistent on this season that people, talk themselves into holes you know like people so in some ways like you know hindsight is but I I would have been curious to see I think she probably still would have gotten banished but I I would have curious to see how that round table went if she hadn't started off the bat if she let someone come at her or Mm -hmm. if like maybe someone Trishel tried to okay well I'm going to get it on Phaedra immediately Mm -hmm. you know who knows um yeah, yeah, I think it would have been a very different roundtable, for sure. It would have been. She admits that she's made bad decisions, like trusting Dan, and she has a habit of clamming up into a shell when she feels attacked. Uh, Trishel is like, yeah, so Parvati's quiet, but that's not enough to be a traitor. It's like, but that's what they remember when we did. Thank you! That was like the whole Dan concept was that he wasn't participating, you know? I know. I, I was like furious at the hypocrisy. Listen, Hypocrisy Hill, the zip code. She's very, very crowded. The rents are very high. Like people are not trying to get in. Wild. Yeah, yeah. So and I, I'm like upset that like Parvati didn't like say, like, that people didn't like say that. I mean, maybe they just didn't want to edit it and make Dan look even worse, you know, like on another episode, but like, (laughs) like, you know, I I don't know how that wasn't a valid point, you know, I mean, Kate, the last, when she was defending uh, Phaedra against Dan brought Mm -hmm. up, like, well, but you said this about this person. You said that was right. So 
So they've already Her also. Delicious was problematic to you. Yeah, 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 brilliant, brilliant. I'm getting that tattooed, you know. <laughs> so good, so good. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Trishel acts like she did all this research because I think she even mentions multiple times her notebook. Oh no! Stop talking about your notes. Stop. Stop. <laughs> no one cares about your notes. You know? No one cares. She's like, I have so much, and she's like, first of all, you're not oh, reacting to that breakfast. Like, yeah, this is like such a big pet peeve of mine. Also, like, stop mentioning your notes. Like, stop mentioning the thing and actually start talking about content because you haven't great so what are on your notes what is this like infinite list of like things against Phaedra you know like yeah I don't think like the twitch is like enough like she said that she just had like pages and pages of notes you know if Kevin's agreeing with you listen also Kelvin until he says Parvati's name right I'm calling him Kelvin okay okay I have noticed I just started I think people noticed that Phaedra was saying Harvey. And it kind of like made sense because they were not cool at the time. So it was like after Parvati was obviously trying to throw her in the bus, she's like, well, poverty. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, it's funny because like when Phaedra says it, I don't hear, I hear Parvati. Like, she I absolutely hear- was doing it when she was upset. And right. now Kevin does it all the time oh my god yeah yeah yeah. i'm over it (laughs) so still trishelle's like breakfast you don't react and it's like is that why we're getting constant cuts of her asking for food right but also it's like wild because like does mj's face ever change like she's not reacting either you know what i mean like there are a ton of people kate she doesn't react you know what i mean like i just these like yeah, they're just like, I mean, it's hard because I'm defending her because I want her to stay. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, frustrating because they are right. <laughs> like, yeah. they are right that she's a traitor. But yeah. I just think the way they're going about trying to get people bought in is good enough. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think it feels, like, targeted instead of detective. And yeah. that's the part that, like, I think the smart people sitting at that table are, like, always going to question, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely. And so Phaedra is a lawyer and she's great at this because she doesn't like go quick to defend herself. She's like, that's it. Like she makes Trishel defend her own point. Oh yeah. I'm not frantic like you. Exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Trishel was like, well, I'm building up. And she's like, all right, get to it then. (laughs) You're all ears. (laughs) Her biggest thing, which is honestly the most damning, is that Dan did his best, his best to offer up Phaedra on a silver platter to mm-hmm. save himself. And she's like, Dan's a good player. <laughs> and, you know, that's what he was planning to do. I love that Kate is like, I mean, he sucked us this game. He's not know. here anymore. I know. I know. I know. I mean, it's like, it's interesting because like based on the evidence that people at that round table have, that is the truth. Like, that's the truth is that Dan kind of looks like a buffoon, you know? And like, yeah, so, um, so it's like, once again, this like complicated double-edged thing, but fuck it. Maybe it's like, just like I'm watching this rooting for a traitor. So yeah, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, 
Yeah, because it's just hard because Kate's wrong. But she's also defending Phaedra in the right way. So maybe we have to like, actually maybe the way we talk about it needs to be different. Like it's like, it, it's like right that Kate wants to have an ally in Phaedra, right? It's like correct. It will further both a traitor and a faithful's game. Look at Andy and Suri. Like Andy would not have made it to that final fire if it wasn't yeah. for their relationship with Suri. Like yeah. undoubtedly, you know? And so like, I think that maybe is the biggest takeaway for like, re- like further seasons about like good gameplay is that like a trader really should find, you know, their faithful number one. Um, it's beneficial. It's mutually beneficial. You know, I mean, now Phaedra is potentially going to ruin that, but maybe in a good way <laughs> by making Kate a traitor. But <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, I don't think she's going to ruin it. I think, but I'm nervous about it. She still has CT. She actually has a lot of people. Like that's like, Oh yeah. I don't, I think I, well, we can get to it. Let's get to yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, but you know what, when Trishel brought up the Dan thing, I did think Phaedra should have been working on a story mm-hmm. of why Dan did go for her. I agree because it is truly, I think because it's the only actual piece of evidence she has, yeah. it is the most compelling bit of evidence that she should keep reminding people. I mean, she should keep talking about that. Like, you know, at least, yeah. Um, Yeah. Because I I think she's right. I think he should have picked Parvati and we can have our opinions as to why he didn't do that. Especially heard him say that Phaedra like hummed at him Mm -hmm. or something was trying to be like, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you Mm -hmm. before the round hit. Anyway. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I, it's like, it's, it's, it sucks because she, if she comes up with a story now, it's almost been too long. It's almost like Cody, Cody in season one, it it would automatically tank, but if only she prepared real quick of like, oh yeah, me and Dan have like a thing and but yeah, it's like, I think it's because like up until that moment, hearing it from Trishel in the way that she laid out, like, I don't think, I don't think Phaedra like was thinking that kind of strategy, you know, like that, I just like, I want her to play another game because I think then she will, then yeah. she like all of her instincts and all of these things she's learned, she will apply to another game, you know, but I think like, that's just, that's just like the missing piece. That's just so it's like, uh, yeah, I, I think that's why she didn't have anything better prepared because she was very prepared to come at Peter. And I thought her evidence of like, well, Peter came to poverty to work together. And I thought that was fucking weird. And so I left. I didn't want no part of that. I wanted to mind my business. That I was so good. That. So good. Because uh, when Peter started, just like, she washes herself of all responsibility yes. in that room. Oh, it was so oh. good. I like. I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. I could cry. Yeah. Like they're like, Peter, why are you ch- switching up? You've been part of this whole time. And she's like, oh, there's a backdoor deal going. And it's like, I love that. I was like, bitch, tell them all. I yes. love this so much. And now it's gonna be Peter versus. Phaedra 
I can't wait. I can't wait. But yeah, so him. Phaedra, she squashes the the whole Dan situation. Kevin brings up Kevin. <laughs> he brings up the eye twitching. But now John, this is when the, the John's like stop that. Stop. <laughs> John's like stop. Exactly. I, I got I got something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And John, when he's working up, you're like, here we go. Parv's yeah. work on him. And then he says, Parv is a duchess of deception and a mistress of murder. Trishon and Parv looked shocked, gagged, gagged to the <laughs> utmost. <laughs> Head rolled. My mouth got so dry. Like <laughs> he points out that Parv is scared of banishment a lot more, and is serene at the mention of murder. And I'm like, I know serene. I know that was. It was like that I'm, was damning. Yeah, damning. Yeah. He's like, you're fighting for your life not to be banished every week. You do not talk about being. You do murdered. not care at breakfast. Yeah, you do not talk about the murders. I mean, that's like. That's it. That's it. That's obviously a real thing to look at. And no one said it but him. I was like, John, you interesting. Yeah, also something to like really think about because like ultimately in these games, which of course like I learned like in all of the hard ways or just like it fights all my instincts is that like even keeled is like the way to go. And like on the traders, that means like that you have to be the same type of reactive in all situations because faithfuls are always vulnerable. So you have to just like, yeah, it's like wild to think that like, yeah, being neutral in all ways means the same kind of nervous Mm -hmm. on the traders, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, He mentions the sacrifice ritual. People were pleading for their lives. He points out Parv didn't say anything. No, which I thought that at the time too. Like, what are you doing? Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. No, no. Uh, so at this point, everyone has made their case. They're yeah. voting. It gets so close. I was, I was so stressed. So there were five votes for Parv, four for Phaedra. Comes down to CT. 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 But you know what? When he said we're looking for traitors, I'm looking for traitors, not love. I was like, oh, but I was said, like, you liar, you liar. You liar, because guess what? Get you someone that looks at Phaedra the way CT looks at her. I love it. Because my thing is, this feels grown. This feels grown and sexy, and I love everything about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he keeps his girl. Phaedra. He's like, he's mad about it. Baby, she lit his torch. She lit his torch, and that's why would you get rid of someone after they lit your torch? Also, I, can we just say, she showed up in this suit and tie with the beret. This is every, this look is fire. This is it's a fire. So it's so good. The the freaking schoolgirl skirt, I'm like, Phaedra, stop. I <laughs> love right it. No, it's, I, listen, I know. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Like, she looked good. <laughs> <laughs> so that means Harv gets up. And 
she has her speech and she's just like you know what but i'm not and she's like of course she's a traitor everyone's like ah good job good job harv (laughs) (laughs) don't trip on your robe down down shore you know Yes. Now, what's so interesting, and I think is a good move, is that Phaedra starts working her her waterworks. She's crying. Phaedra is right there. You notice? Yes. Yes. Is comforting immediately. Like, oh, oh. kisses her. She kisses her. I love it. I'm upset. Do not kill me tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she was like Phaedring Phaedra because Phaedra was the first to comfort in those yes. the first half of the season. She was like, oh, come here, you know? <laughs> they were so mean to you. Yeah, yeah, I hate them. Oh, my God. Did you try the pork belly? Still yeah. <laughs> uh, so now Phaedra is alone. She's scared, uh, but she's happy that she also has people in her corner. Like, she has her whole, almost her whole Bravo yeah. She's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Kevin and MJ talk. These two. <laughs> uh, it's like I didn't even. It didn't even look like MJ was like processing anything he was saying. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, was just like, She's just here. They're supposed okay. to be different groups, but I guess that doesn't matter anymore. Because actually, I have a different one for this. Well, because I, uh, Kevin is sus on Peter now. That could really change things. Like. They got to hop on that. They got to hop on that quick. They are. They're definitely going to. So, all right, here it is. <laughs> so, Peter's oh, group. Can you imagine oh. if it just comes down to Peter and Trichelle clinging to each other? Exactly. Because John, how, it goes unsaid. John ended Peter in a yes. way by going against him at this round table so yes. he might have defected from the peter posse kevin he he gets only the most obvious things he's like why did peter switch that's weird and it's like it is weird kevin so he's probably jumping ship and yeah that just leaves kevin peter just like in that moment learn to critically think on his own like right there in that moment, he was like, "Wow, I can also assess behavior." <laughs> he was like, "Oh snap, that's what they've been doing." Oh my god, I can do that too. Like I just like it exactly. felt revelatory. it felt revelatory in his tone. <laughs> you know what? I think Kevin is like, "I'm gonna go with the wind blows." Like he'll try out any theory. Trishel gave him. This one well, theory about Phaedra, he's like, I'll try it out. And after he saw them get embarrassed at the round table, he was like, MJ, <laughs> we have to go a different way. <laughs> okay, see, to me, people like Kevin are super dangerous in these games because he's like the type of person who, like, you absolutely need to be the last person to talk to him. Yeah. Because, like, if you talk with any sort of authoritative tone, even if your reasoning is, like, all over the place, he's going to be like, you're right. You know, he's going to be like, that's it. I never thought of that like that. So it must be right. And then someone else comes and it's like, you know what? This is what I think. And he's like, holy shit, you're right. So yeah. it's like, it's like the, John was too compelling at the round table. And so that's it. Like, he's yeah. like, Whoa. You know, and so that's where he's going to go. And those people are so dangerous because he's like, 
actually truly not predictable like it it kind of i'm gonna say gives you and three a little bit no 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 (laughs) you were were flipping you were stressing the life eaters out well you know i'm gonna say what i say like i think big brother is ultimately like a lazy game like we weren't flipping it's like we have the time to think about all the things so we did all the things yeah so we did Kevin, yeah, Kevin, uh, he's the opposite in that he's not coming up with the thoughts, but he'll like, consider them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what you guys were doing. You guys were coming up with scenarios. Touche. And more scenarios. <laughs> All right. So at the end, um, Sandra's also weirded out by Peter, but I feel like we already knew that. Peter pulls aside Kate to try and convince her. Kate's like, I'm not having this. Yeah, I mean, Kate's like, do you think that I'm, like, convincible? Like, not at all. Like, no part of... Yeah, I mean, that's just, like, a bad read on Peter. Like, the person to go to is not Kate. Yeah. And I don't know what the age difference is between Kate and Peter, but Peter still feels very much like a child (laughs) in comparison to Kate. She's like, child, get away from me. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alan. Oh, I didn't include a slide of Alan looking great, but he did look great this episode. I'll just edit oh, it in. Flashing. Um, yeah. But Alan, he goes to a tour. Phaedra's there, all by her lonely man, yeah. lonely. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Look, you were crude tonight or murder." She doesn't even like do She's the like, whole thing. Yeah, do it someone. Guess we're we're not cutting to ads. We're not cutting to ads. Yeah. I want to recruit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I I think it was going to be Kate or CT. Yeah. Like I, in some ways, I think CT, I don't know. I think for the reason she chose Kate, Kate is not going to provide that necessarily. Like I think she was saying like she wants like a game bot. You know, she wants like another strategic person, right? Like the way I, that's how, what at least that's how I interpret it with her being like she understands this game she's gonna know the moves that we have that we should make or whatever yeah but like I actually think like CT is gonna be that person and I think it's dangerous already having someone fighting really hard for you not being a traitor like I don't know I think that could be hard in some ways visibly I mean like I think I that's like those are my concerns yeah i also think that they are that i can see a world where this was a fantastic move for her um i i also recognize because i remember last maybe it was last episode that part was like well i want to uh i want to recruit kate down the line yeah yeah. So I wonder how much Parv's influence being mm. a gamer was like, oh, she saw something in Kate. I like Kate. Like, let's move forward. Yeah. I would be scared, honestly, of of adding CT given his whole career. <laughs> but he has, it's just like he hasn't had any heat on him. Yeah. And that's also like, dangerous. No, yeah. I mean, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, the fact that Kate came in late also makes it seem like, oh, maybe she wouldn't be a trait. You know, like that she could hide, yeah. hide kind of thing. Like, I think there are lots of pluses 
to Kate being a traitor. Um, but but yeah, I, I don't think it was her only option. I mean, the thing about like Phaedra maybe picking up on what Parvati said earlier. I mean, the thing that I have loved the most, and I'll say this forever, is just how much Phaedra is a sponge and has mm-hmm. collected learning how to play this game and like yes. applied it in her own way. And so like, I, yeah, may, I, yeah, I don't doubt that maybe that was still in her head. And I love, I, if that's where she got it from, whether or not it works out or not, I love that because mm-hmm. that's like showing respect, you know, in a way that I don't think Dan showed her or like a lot, like I think she's giving a lot more respect than she's receiving in this way. And yeah. so, um, and so, yeah, like, so yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I I do say um, Dan fearing her is probably the most respect she can get. You know, yeah. So yeah, she picks Kate. The way they did this, they got Kate. She's like, "Where am I going? Where am you I going?" Know they wanted her to like act, and she was like, "Oh, it's so gross down here." Yeah, but she was just like Fergus. Like, can I at least have some wine? And he's yeah. just like. Get in the cell, close the cell. She's like, ugh, I don't, I don't know what this is. So he locks her into the cell. I'm guessing Phaedra comes yeah. down yeah. And, and gets her. But do we think she will accept or not? I think so. What does she have to lose to not accept? She's accepting. She's not Peter. <laughs> she wanted to be a traitor. She says that when we first see her. She was like, oh, faithful. I wanted to be a traitor, but I guess. So... She gets what she wants. She, We get what we want. I think this is going to be so interesting. I'm stoked about it. I mean, she doesn't have to change anything about her behavior. Like, if she just does everything the same, she will be totally undetectable. It is hard, though, because it's very hard for humans to not change. Oh, with of course. Experience. I mean, I think this will be the tell for how yeah. Like, yeah. Like, cold she is in a good way. Like, I mean, that is a compliment, you know, yes. like as like impenetrable as she is. Like, yes, I'm excited. Um, my pick for misguided faithful of the week <laughs> is Peter. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's yes. cocky. He comes in strong. He lost so many friends. And yeah, it was just like unnecessary, unnecessary, <laughs> unnecessary. What did Faith? What did Phaedra call him? Like, uh, you think you're the like faithful, most faithful of the faithful, or something? You're the yep. faithful king, you know? Yep. Yeah. Oh. I mean, with things like The Bachelor, they're always like you're here for the right reasons, right? So like, it's also kind of not surprising that he comes in with that air. But in competitive reality TV, no one likes someone who's like high and mighty. And I know it's like no one likes it, but it actually can be kind of powerful. Like people fall into that trap, and I hate it. It's like weaponizing morality. Yeah, like, don't do that to me. You know, like <laughs> oh. yes. Yeah. And like, um, I think all the people. I mean, everyone in his group, except for Trishel. I don't know. Everyone was like, "Yeah, that's a faithful." But it's like Sandra and them are like, "Uh." Give us a chance. It's just yeah. <laughs> not even not even fair. Um, yeah. For every recap. Oh, do you have a different side of baseball of the week just to make sure? Oh, I mean, no, we got to give it to Peter. Are you kidding? 
It's got to be for Peter, you know? check i just want to check yeah. all right so I mean, I know. It like every week maybe but like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know but in like a good way in like a fun way you know yeah, yeah. uh as you know we do a beautiful black moment oh, <laughs> for yeah. every recap that we do even if it's hard <laughs> i actually have not thought about this uh before do you have one Oh man, I would have to think about it. I guess I was thinking more of like my like queer little heart feeling yeah. like my, you know, gender presentation was the marriage of CT and Phaedra, you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like everything. You, you know? want that to be your chaotic buy? Yeah. That's my chaotic buy. Good. Good. Yeah, I, I definitely have given them the chaotic buy. All right. So this, this episode for chaotic buy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it has to be Parv. It has to be Parv thinking that she could, like, puppy dog tears. I love it. Like, <laughs> or Parv. I, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. Or, just, or did it actually go to John? Because John obviously played her. He was like, oh, yes. Yes, your yes. character. Your oh, my character. God. Yes. Get him on RuPaul next. <laughs> yes. He will drag people. No. Oh. Sorry. All right, yeah, beautiful black moment. Mm, I wanna, I it, I have to pick Sheree when I can just find something. <laughs> so this one is that she lasted so long. Okay, okay, I would like to say that that's where my mind was going was like Sheree yeah. was fucking in there. Like yeah. she was, I was shocked by that actually. Yeah. Just, she doesn't seem to like, but she does give in the missions. You know what, I take it back. You're yeah. you're totally right, actually, that she shows up for the mission. Absolutely. She's oriented, I think. She is. She is. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Izzy. It was so good talking to you. This was such a good episode. Like, I think, oh, it's going to be hard to choose between this episode being the best and Dan's banishment. I know. I mean, it's just like, I think it's like. More people are coming at each other at the round table on this one. Yes. This, was, this is like a messier episode. You know, this was like a chaos episode. And that was very much more like just. It's finally. We've been building, building, building. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It finally exploded. But I mean, I think what we're saying is that like coming for Phaedra at a round table is great TV. Oh, yeah. Because that's like the one constant in these two episodes. Like that's the same, you know. I know that whatever casting producer, when they were, I, I know that they're so proud of themselves getting Phaedra. Phaedra should be um, on Celebrity Big Brother next whenever that Absolutely. Is. Absolutely. Like, she's. Her and John. Her and John. John runs. That's the other thing is that John will be fucking it. Yeah, You'll fall. He bounces yeah. right back up. Like. I want to see him on the wall. <laughs> yeah, what would John's strategy be on the wall? John would win the wall comp. <laughs> yes, please, please. And not all of that, like, throwing water and stuff last season. It only lasted five seconds. None of that. Just a true wall comp for John. <laughs> true wall comp. Yeah, justice for the wall comp. Yeah. Um, where do you want people to follow you and all that right. stuff? Okay, well, at Flute Dyke 
on Twitter. Okay. Get at me on Twitter. You know, I don't say much, but I'm always watching. <laughs> always watching. That's like kind of like the best. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys enjoyed Izzy, first of all, you should watch all the other interviews. I have two interviews with Izzy about Big Brother, and then I have a recap of Big Brother Radio Games, if you never watched that. <laughs> so, <laughs> absolutely. And coming up, Izzy's going to visit us again for Couple to Thruple. We got eclectic taste, okay, people? We're, we're, we're thruppling. <laughs> we're thruppling up with my other co-host, Queena Tinsley. Oh, um, it's it's nice and poly because all of us have other partners, <laughs> so it's a one night only <laughs> couple, and then we disperse. <laughs> we love to see it. Yeah. So if you guys haven't, please follow Black by Reality uh, across the socials. We have more interviews. I actually talked to Brittany Babe and Sean Will. I saw of Couple to Grubble. So. So Please hot. watch that. It's 37 minutes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited <laughs> for people to watch it. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Bye.